0: Welcome, everybody, to the Patty G Show. I am your host, Patty G, here with Bourbon Society of Baton Rouge. We've got David and Jamie Steele, the founders of Bourbon Society. And I believe that Jamie is the founder, not so much David, but that's a story for later on in the show. At least that's my understanding.
1: I mean, David. It's, it was my idea, but Jamie was definitely like the part to help get it started because I didn't know what I was doing. She's the one I was <laughs> like, oh. Well, let's Here's maybe... Here's step one. <laughs> step two, step three, four, five. Now, you just be here at step six. Gotcha. So.
0: She did all the legwork, and she just oh, said, yeah. show up.
1: Basically. Right. Like yeah. the rest of the past 10 this years, This is right? the just talent, the money, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the money maker. Exactly. The one that counts the money. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Thank God, because you are not good at that. <laughs>
1: I'm going to count it. I hope my boss is not listening. Doubtful, <laughs> doubtful. Exactly. Um
0: so what is the bourbon society of baton rouge outside of just a society like what do you do what's it about what's it even there for yeah
1: what does it mean to you david (laughs) to me it's a community plain and simple i mean it is literally we're a community we believe that you can do good through we can build a better community through good bourbon um you know we're just a group of people we get together we used to get together pre-covid like a couple times a month Um, A few months, it was weekly. Um, (laughs) That was a lot. That was a
3: rough. (laughs) That was a a rough few months.
1: Um, But, you know, now it's, we still get virtually every other week or every week. almost. Actually, in the next month and a half, we we have nine Zooms in the next um, six weeks. So it's going to be a lot.
0: Nine Zooms in six weeks.
1: Yeah. We're doing a lot of fun tastings with some cool people. So we had to, you know, overload the schedule. But anyway, you know, we're just, it's a community. You know, we do a lot of cool things. We get together. We drink great bourbon. We have fun with each other. At
0: least I hope you drink great bourbon. <laughs> Always drink good bourbon.
1: Always. There's so,
2: been some bad pours. There have been. <laughs>
0: well, oh, we'll, get, we'll have a whole segment of the show. The worst bourbons, the worst pours. There we la- go. Later on. I like it. But okay. I, I want to get a little, little history. I see y'all were founded <clears throat> in 2015, at least according to the glass. Yep. You were established in 2015. So... What is your backstory that kind of led up to starting this thing that you didn't know, A, how to do it, and B, what it was?
1: Okay. um, Like every, you know, regular, normal Southern guy, I drank in college excessively at some points, but, you know, he it was, was normal.
2: The, you know, the guy who decorated his apartment with the bottles he had drank. You know,
1: like every other the bone guy, yard. like, like the bone literally yard. Right. every other right. guy I knew. Right. So it's not that rare. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed whiskey a lot. And I guess I graduated in 2010. Um, and then just kind of progressing from there, uh, I needed a new hobby. And whiskey became it, basically. Well, and no,
2: it started from a documentary.
3: Well,
1: the documentary. <laughs> but I mean, by that point, I was already reading like Chuck's. I was yeah. reading blogs, books, all that. And then the real idea came, it was a documentary called Bourbon Tucky, and they interviewed the president of the LA, Los Angeles Bourbon Society. Okay. And I was like, that is so cool. Does Baton Rouge have a bourbon society? I said that to the misses,
2: And they call me the Googler. I search for every, I'm just, I Google everything constantly. I wish I was a researcher in another life. Um, so <laughs> I Googled it immediately and discovered that there was no such thing. Um and really nothing even close to it. Now there are a few like meetup groups and that sort of thing. But um,
1: mm-hmm. whenever this was like it
2: back in 2015, April whiskey, of 2015. Yeah. Bourbon was the, kind the of, renaissance had yeah. started,
1: but it wasn't where at all where it is in peak now. Right. So she said, nope, doesn't exist. Um, I texted my best friend, Jacob Dawson. Who's He's the, the actual other co-founder. So <laughs>
2: the actual.
0: OK.
1: We call Jamie the unsung. But at this point, she's the third co-founder because she's done more work than Jacob and I combined. But I texted him and I said, hey, Y'all you in? Drinking. Yeah. He said, of course. And then I look over at Jamie and I'm like, okay, cool. We're doing it. And then I go, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> and Jamie's like, let me just tell you. And so she made the Facebook page. Instagram, just asci-
2: I work with associations, which are just bigger societies. So I work with associations all day, every day. So I'm, I was very familiar about community building and that sort of thing. So it was just a natural um, shift for yeah. me to uh, guide him through that process. But yeah, we got set up and it was super casual. Yeah. For years.
1: Our first event was at uh, the now, it's now Hayride right, old way back when it was lock and key. Lock and Key Whiskey Bar. Um, and then we went from that to, and literally we just made a Facebook event. We put it on Tiger Droppings of all places. <laughs> um, I'm sure you got a lot
0: of traction at oh, Tiger Dropping. We
2: had a ton. Some of our very first members and are still all, like solid members and board member um, are, on tiger are droppings. all from our Tiger Dropping days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. They, they have a huge thread on there, um, on there, the food board. I don't really get on there because I don't have the time with literally every other board and thing I do. But no, that was definitely like our roots was tiger droppings of all Mm -hmm. places. And
2: Reddit. We got a lot of traction on Reddit.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, how, how do you even go about like starting a bourbon society outside of making a facebook page is that literally it or was there more research or behind the scenes that had to happen
2: yeah i mean from the very at the very beginning it was just going to be a loose social club so okay. we would um go to a particular bar and we would try to get specials and that sort of thing um and just see who would show up and just hang out together um and the and we did this for years where we yeah. would go like um once a quarter or maybe you know just once a quarter really at the beginning
1: probably I mean, we probably by the average we did like four months in a row yeah. and took a three month break and
2: <laughs> you know how it goes yeah, but yeah, um yeah. but anyway we we just would tell people where we were going to be and then we would just hook up to you know just yeah. um link up we'd and, have
1: a sign or something yeah we always gave away we always had giveaways yes. every single event we've been at we've given away bourbon mm-hmm. um For the first several years. That's
2: the only reason why people show up.
1: (laughs) You know, and that's okay. And I have realized that with the group, my group really likes to win things. So we try to do a lot of giveaways. Um, Like we could give
2: away a hat and they're so excited to get something, win something. Man, so should Um. we
0: give away a hat at the end of this? Oh, uh, sure.
2: <laughs> we'll give away the one on your head. How no, about
1: that? No, nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> a well-worn in.
2: <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, so we we just, like, gave away bourbon, you know, and we... Talked s-
2: about bourbon. We w- You would occasionally get someone to come in and um, talk about a particular... Like, a brand ambassador or whatever. Um, if they mm-hmm. were already selling to a bar, we'd get them to come in. So It was very loose and casual for several, yeah. several years. But then you made the switch.
1: Yeah, so this was, like... I guess probably about March to April of 2019, Jamie and I started talking, and well, the stem from Jamie asked me, how much money do you think you spent, not on bourbon, which is, a, I don't want to know how much I spent <laughs> on bourbon, but on the society, and I was just like, I, I can't tell you.
2: I think it's because I would see him just empty out his, he has way too many bourbon hiding places, but he would empty out his bourbon closet and his like, best bottles of bourbon, he would just give it away to the community and that sort of thing. Because, I mean, that is what you do. Well, but, you give doing but, people what they want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they want good right, bourbon. Right, they want good bourbon. <laughs> you know, we did do, like, charity events. No, I know. I know.
2: I just, it, it was you were giving away so much of your personal collection. You were giving away, you were buying so much stuff to give away and that sort of stuff. So it was just um, more of... Why don't you hold on to your stuff and let the bourbon society do its own thing?
1: So we just kind of started, you know, at that point, we had a very dedicated base. We had 30 to 40 guys that showed up at every event. You know, they loved hanging out with us. Still don't know why you're all here. Maybe not us,
2: but the bourbon that we give away. (laughs) And we, yeah, they
1: go to the giveaways. And bars (laughs) liked us coming because we would bring a crowd and we would get discounts. And so it was like, it really was working great. And um, But we were just kind of sort of floating the idea how would y'all feel about maybe like a $50 a month due structure. No. Or $50 a year. 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 $50 a year due structure due a 501c7 mm-hmm. and not a single person said that was a bad idea. They're all like does it mean like
2: <laughs> That's a weird way to put that. The better way to say it was everyone thought it was a fantastic idea
0: <laughs> okay my mistake so but did, did they just say oh yeah we'll pay for this or they say hang on does this mean more giveaways <laughs> yeah well, yeah both. they were like
2: well what what would Jews mean for the society and that sort of right. thing and it was well we'd be able to give back more we would be able to um uh, spend more time on developing partnerships and that sort of thing but also um the great merchandise that we we got and that sort of thing but the biggest part of your membership is the discount um aspect of it
1: yeah but the money like the dues that come in it goes a lot of it goes to like you know websites and merch and we i mean we spend thousands of dollars operational expenses on (laughs) raffles and things like that you Mm -hmm. know i mean last year for our christmas i think we we dropped about a thousand bucks just on buying bottles for the Christmas, we were after all like 50 bottles last year at Christmas. Oh my gosh. So.
2: We also raised $15,000 with those bottles. Yeah. But. <laughs> it was awesome. So,
1: you know, that's where the, the dues went to all that. That's what, you know, and no one's had a problem with that. Everyone's been like, okay, cool. Let me win one sometime.
2: Yeah. But it's brought more structure. Um, I've been really, really surprised. We just hit 400 members. Was I that last that. week? Yeah. yeah. I saw that. Um, which is incredible. <laughs> New members in the members.
3: house. That was, yeah. that was us. Carl, we did it.
2: Um, but it it's been really really interesting to see what like the people that come to it it's every like every walk of life Mm -hmm. every every different type of drinker I'm so surprised meeting every new member that everyone is so different but obviously bonded by this one thing that is bringing so many people together Um, yeah
0: one thing that is many things
2: yes
1: (laughs) And that's what's, yeah. I mean, that's why I love it. That's why
2: it's people we would have never met yeah. outside of this, but um, several of them have become really, really close friends to us and, um, you know, have taken care of us in bad times. Um, like one of and, our
1: members, uh, the Tiger Droppings guy who's on the board, he literally yeah. cooked what, like 50 pounds of meat for my dad's. Smoked weight. it for, Smoked for 18 his, hours plus. For, the, for, you know, the weight. You know, yeah. he provided food for our entire family. Cool. Um, you know, it's just, we have all these amazing people, Corey, yeah. who I'm starting the podcast with, like, she's one of my yeah. best friends now, Corey Shercliffe, if you're listening. <laughs> Shout um, out Corey. <laughs> <laughs> again, would never have even connected. We worked together, but mm-hmm. never would have really been friends because mm-hmm. we're so different. Right. But we bonded over bourbon. Yeah.
0: And that, I mean, that's a, what a good friendship is, is you've got a lot of differences, but you can bond over one. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Because if you're the exact same person. it gets kind of boring. It's it kind of boring. You <laughs> sit there and you yeah, okay.
2: Great. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. And it's it's been so neat to see different people in our community connect, too. I was Mm -hmm. talking more selfishly there to say, like, people that we've met. But the community, too, like, there are people who are, uh, you know, helping each other out and and, uh, just connecting. We have a few different ways for our members to interact. Um, We have a Facebook, a private Facebook group, um, which is... uh, Pretty active, but I would say mm. the more active is our Discord, which um, I didn't know what a Discord was, even working in association world. Like, and we have so many different connections, but I think it's more of a gamer thing. Uh, uh, so, so, what what is a Discord? A Discord is like a um, it's like a, a Slack. Do you have Slack or use Slack? No. Slack? Okay. Um, Slack, is not- Slack is like a messaging <laughs> portal. It's, it's um, yes. Okay. I'm so, aware of Slack.
1: Yes. It's a yes. hybrid between a messaging yeah. portal portal a message board, yes. and a social media all yeah, in one. Yeah,
2: all in one. And it's private, and um, yeah. you know, if you want it to be anonymous, you could, obviously not to, uh, not to admins, but if you want it to stay anonymous, like not share your name and that sort of thing, you could have a different username. Yeah. So we have some people who aren't on Facebook, but are all and, over Discord. And then vice versa. Vice versa. And I'm sure they're all tiger-dropping people too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, but the Discord is just all day, every day. People going back and forth about just what's going on in life and what they're drinking and um, what they're eating, any and everything music, books,
1: pet pics. We literally, (laughs) my brother, so my brother, um, he runs Oak Point Watson. Yeah, he was the guy who did the talk at the beginning of the event for the Uh, Sugarfield event, right? Um, He is actually the one who created the Discord for us. Um, he's all. He's a big gamer. Very a big gamer. He knows all about it. Gotcha. And um, so, but you know, he's. I don't know what was going with that other than he created it. He
2: created it, and yeah. he um he was moderating it. We have a few moderators now, mm-hmm. and um, but anyway, that's, uh, it's just all day, every day, people yeah. going back and forth, and
1: uh, uh yeah, the pet the, picks. That's where oh, the pet picks. He did yes. that literally. I think it was Thursday, um, because you know Hurricane Laura, everyone was just having a really bad day. He goes. How do you think y'all would feel if we started posting people's pet pics and literally it blew up where we've seen how like 15 people put up their dogs. Okay, and so
2: we've been doing, in COVID, we obviously haven't been able to have physical meetups, um, which is really sad. And, you know, we kind of had it, everyone had to do their pandemic pivot. So we, um, instead of doing uh, live events, we've been doing virtual events on Zoom. And we started with Trivia Night, um, which was... Very very fun. Um,
1: Very exhausting.
2: uh, But also very ruthless. Um.
1: (laughs) Trivia nights they get like that. That We would give away a fifty dollars gift card to a restaurant, a local restaurant. That was um, like we give away some glassware and stuff of that. For we do five rounds every. Every, Trivia was five mm-hmm. rounds, and we had just a few small giveaways and the gift card. And yes,
2: and we did that for all of April, half of May, and then like seven
1: weeks. total. Yeah,
2: and our I think people were starting to return back to somewhat normal life so the fr- anyway mm-hmm. but we've moved over to other events because people really enjoyed it but just weren't really there like the continued trivia just wasn't happening yeah. so we've done these awesome zooms with uh brand ambassadors and um master distillers and just you sometimes lucky us <laughs> and scotch on the bayou who's oh. an amazing like uh Scotch connoisseur, like, uh, end all be more. all. She she's knows it the, all.
1: most about Scotch in the city. Probably in the, the state.
2: state. Um,
1: Leanne Rayner, Scotch on the Bayou. We love you.
2: Yes, she's excellent and just very knowledgeable. And it, I think also loves the education of Scotch. Mm-hmm. So if you've never had Scotch or you think you might be interested in it, she will, right. she'll introduce, like, you know, baby step you into the world of Scotch because it can be super overwhelming. Like another one of our friends loved whiskey and that sort of thing but was intimidated by bourbon and so we kind of gave them the five best bourbons to you know five Mm -hmm. best basic bourbons to start with that sort of thing and I think you really enjoy that aspect but Mm -hmm. I was going to say that the zooms we've been doing um we should be sponsored by zoom but we (laughs) have been doing so many zooms at least once a week um Mm -hmm. and um, we have a lot coming up but those have been so much fun and one of I was I brought that all up to say that the best part of those Zooms are seeing everybody's pets.
1: <laughs> Circle back. Yes. A fact, but yes. we yeah, back. We got yes. there. We, we got there. We got there on
2: my long journey, so I'm very long winded. But this <laughs> that's, but that's seeing the puppies in action um, on <laughs> the zooms is so that's much fun. That's what's the
1: key is seeing them in action.
2: Because <laughs> I don't like I, I don't drink. So whenever right. we do bourbon society stuff, I'm just kinda around but whenever the puppies are there, I'm, I'm happy to be there.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think everybody's at one point had a meeting where it was interrupted by a puppy oh, yes. since COVID. Mm-hmm. yes. But I, I love that the the pandemic pivot. I love that little phrase. Yes, I do too. <laughs> so y'all swapped from live events to now virtual events. Yeah. Yep. How has that been received by the crowd or by the by the society? Are they excited to just because it's doing something? Or they're like, yeah. why can't we just do it in person and just
2: shh? I think I think people are desperate to get back together and do something yes. in person. We were we were trying to arrange for like a driveway party across town <laughs> and, and try to do. And I think we'll get there. It's been so hot um, that we just couldn't make it work yet. But I think we'll get there. But yeah, um, yeah people have people are desperate to get back together. Um, but Zoom is where we need to be right now. And I yeah. think the people who do show up on Zoom are so excited to be there. Right. Um, I think that we have a very a wide range of age groups that participate in Be Sober. And I would would say that we get a pretty good wide range on Zoom.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, we have um, our youngest member is 21, and like three. obviously we 21. 21. No, he, he the day he turned 21, his dad submitted his application. Oh
2: I yeah, think. shout out David Tapman, thank you so much. Uh, I hope Jr. David Junior is enjoying his membership. But
1: right. you know, like one of our members is 23. Awesome, Bourbon Aaron. We call him the kid. I do call him the kid. Yeah, um, he just graduated college. So we have from him, who's one of our most active members, to retirees that lay up to hang out and drink with us that are like in their 60s. Yeah. That's right. So, great. so what, yeah. what are we drinking here?
3: Yep.
0: yep. So, so, let's, so let's describe this bottle, and then I want to get into like the five best bourbons for starters. For oh, someone who's okay. never had bourbon before, moving into that, is yeah. this one that you would recommend, or is this for a more advanced palate?
1: Definitely one I would recommend. Okay, um, so what are so we drinking? So this is Buffalo Trace. This is What's cool about this is this bar- bottle we're drinking is our single barrel. That okay. bourbon-sided boundaries picked. We do sometimes uh, groups or stores, Calandro's, Oak Point Fresh Market especially, which we'll try theirs in a little while, um, and Hocus Pocus. Uh, they actually have enough demand where they can buy an entire barrel of bourbon, and then they the uh, distributor, I mean, the distiller bottles it out, sends it to them, and then they sell it like that. So, so how, m- how many
0: bottles do you get out of a single
1: Barrel. it just kind it depends uh for the buffalo trace it was like 230 i think
0: so you gotta have like a good a pretty serious demand to buy a whole bottle. for whole sure barrel.
1: um our shortest barrel was the four roses which was like 96
3: yeah it was less than 100 oh my. yeah that's a big jump
1: but that's this is also 90 proof the four roses is 120 proof mm-hmm. and it was two years older um you know it always so what what higher what proof, plays into that yeah go ahead higher proof um means that there's gonna be less water to dilute it okay. which means that there's less of it to go around so the barrel probably the difference between the buffalo trace and the four roses in terms of volume might have only been 10 gallons but because the buffalo trace has so much more water in it, it makes it go a lot further Gotcha. So, okay. So, yeah, we're
0: drinking a Buffalo Trace. This is Buffalo Trace. Bourbon, be sober pick.
1: Yep. You can, um, we are totally sold out of that. We, I mean, that one we pre sold everything. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) it's fantastic, though.
2: Almost Uh all of our barrels, um, sell out on pre sell. Yeah. Um, so members of the society get, um, first access, first dibs on any of our barrel picks, Mm -hmm. and they usually, um, We've done. They usually last about 15 minutes. Yeah. So we've
1: done five so far with Mm -hmm. three more to go. um, Then you're done? For this year. For this year. Uh, Which is, you know, we we started this like a year and I mean, a little over a year ago. We, our first barrel pit came out in December of 19. I imagine we would do like three, like between 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. And now we'll have eight. Yeah. And the last month of 19 and all of 20. Yeah. But which, the,
2: was, which has been exciting because we kind of already had an idea of what we wanted to do with our barrel picks. Um, I don't, if you drink bourbon, you know about um bottle labels. If you don't, um, uh, what people love to do, stores, um, and other you know, other groups, groups and that sort of thing love to put stickers, unique stickers mm-hmm. on their bottles. So we had an idea of going with superheroes. So it's been fantastic that we've had so many barrel picks because we've been able to do so many of our superheroes and
1: you know if you look i don't know if you can see it on the camera yeah um but it's okay (laughs) okay you know it's buffalo trace and that's captain america so every barrel pick we do is um there we go go. yeah so every barrel pick is we call it the barrel comics line Mm -hmm. uh matt darden over at red six media and joe Um, they're the ones who designed all these for us and they've been doing these for us for, because they're amazing people. Um, Matt's a really good friend of ours. And so it's just a fun way. It's a way for our group to connect, to have access to things that normal people that aren't members of society don't get access to.
0: Okay, so this being one of the top yes. top first five. Now, is it just Buffalo Trace in general?
1: This is just Buffalo Trace. Is it a good start, Trace, starter bourbon or yeah. just
0: this bottle specifically? Just, just Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Buffalo. Okay. It's
1: confusing because there's Buffalo it was Trace. There's like a like different variation. Yeah, there's okay. the distillery, but their baseline is just called Buffalo Trace. Um, it's a great starting point. The problem that I don't recommend it always because it's kind of hard to find. Um, okay, you can be. Sometimes you can go walk into a store, Oak Point Hocus, and they might have, you know, shelves full shelves full of it. But then they'll sell out of it like that. Okay. So, but I would definitely recommend it.
2: It's about thirty-two dollars. No,
1: like twenty-five. Okay. 20. That cost us twenty ninety nine. Okay, gotcha. Which we get a discount on that as well. So normally right. it would have been like $23.99. So being a member, of yeah. be sober.
0: You show your card at Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. and, um, you get point, a, and you, you get, get a point. You get discounts on all
1: the barrel picks. So all these were ten percent off.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So this being number one, I mean, what? Where would you place this in one to five as far as a bourbon that somebody should start off with?
1: Oh, I would say like. If you can find it, this is the bourbon to start with. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so, that's start our this one tonight. Yeah. We started <laughs> the, We started with the top. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the the best equalizer to get into bourbon. It's 90 proof. It's very approachable. It's very good. You get a lot of vanilla, a lot of caramel, but it's so basic. Yeah. I, There's literally nothing wrong with it. And it's a great way to take that first step into mm-hmm. more deliciousness. Gotcha. Okay. So, another
0: 4 for a top five, somebody just starting out, if they can't find the Buffalo Trace, what's a good alter? What's a, what's a few good alternatives?
1: So I'll always recommend Elijah Craig. Um, good it's box. From Heaven Hill Distillery. Elijah Craig is 28 or so for the small batch. Yeah. I um, I've got
0: a 17 year in my closet yeah. that I got from the
1: Calandros auction.
3: Oh, cool. nice.
1: That's a great ball. That's a fun it's, one. Yeah. Um, But you know, that's a great starting point as well. It's going to be a little bit more. We have a little bit more leather and tobacco on the palate as opposed to the more caramel baking spice of the Buffalo Trace. Mm -hmm. Still very approachable, very enjoyable. Um, I would say Four Roses Small Batch. Four Roses roses. is my favorite (laughs) distillery. I'll throw it out there. Four Roses, sponsor me, please. (laughs) Um, You know, they do. (laughs) Seriously, they're they're just the best distillery in Kentucky in the world, honestly. The, the, stuff world. the stuff they're putting out, I think, is the best. Um, I have some favorites that are like newer craft distilleries that have only been around for a few years, mm-hmm. but Four Roses dates back to uh, 1875 or so. Which one did we say did we establish at the event? Old Forester.
0: Old Forester was the oldest Old Forster
1: beat uh, Four Roses by eight years in terms of operation. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so we got Four Buffalo Roses. Trace, we got Four Roses. Small batch. Small batch. Yep. And then Elijah Craig, small Elijah batch. Craig. Um, I would recommend Knob Creek. Okay. The basic line of Knob Creek. That's from Jim Beam.
0: I haven't had much Knob Creek, to be honest with you. Well, I what's a good, what's a good bottle to start on
1: of Knob Creek? Knob Creek. Anything. Just basic, just bait the whiskey. standard Knob Creek uh, nine year label. Gotcha. Okay. So they have single barrels and all sorts of other things that expand upon it, but just start with the basic Knob Creek. Okay. Um, Jim Beam small batch. Uh, it's fantastic. Definitely is going to be, like, the more um, robust of the the ones I'm telling you all to start off with. But it's fantastic. You really can't get wrong. And last, I would say to round out probably, like, Wild Turkey 101. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that, like, most, like, people in Louisville, like my friend Corey, I know she definitely drank some 101 in high school and beginning of college not um, until she was 21 in high school obviously <laughs> we don't, very encourage, very underage really we don't encourage underage drinking we don't encourage underage drinking we do show. not encourage it at all of course not but it's definitely Consult your parents for your drinking age appropriate um you know, but it's a fun one to start with it's very different than all the other ones I'm recommending but it's again 20 bucks if you don't like it you're not you know you can use it for cocktails it's great for cocktails right but it's still a fun one to try. Yeah, no, so. of course. Okay.
0: So those I think that that's a good top 5. I think I yeah. hit 3 out of those 5. So I'm impressed with myself that I've hit 3 <laughs> out of those 5. So I want to move on to the the second bottle that we have here with us yeah. today, which is the Woodford Reserve Double
1: Oak. Yep. So this is from Hocus Pocus. This is their barrel pick of it. Shout out Hocus, love you guys. <laughs> um they it's so the Double Oak is cool. It's the regular Woodford Reserve that they then finish and um, they put it into a second barrel for another few months to give it this extra pop. So instead of just the normal um, Woodford, it has this extra bit of like this. It's hard to describe um, without, you need to try it. <laughs> but it just has this extra bit of like really nuttiness and caramel popcornness to it. There like, you go. It's awesome. Ah. So we drink we this for our everyone. very first you know, for the first uh, podcast that Corey and I did. And we were very, very so excited. So you haven't about actually
2: it. talked about that podcast. You've been skirting around it. So do you want to tell them what podcast you are mentioning?
1: Uh, I mean, we haven't announced it to the group yet, but sure.
2: Yeah, go for it. Announce it to all. Yes. Everyone. Handful of people that's here
1: with us. <laughs> Thank your parents and my parents. <laughs> no, my mom is definitely not watching this. Um, she
2: watched the last one. She
1: did watch the last yes. one. Yes. So maybe she is. Hey, mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll hear about this. let's hear about the
0: podcast and then I want to actually talk about the process of tasting bourbon yeah. and what to look for how to do it, let's that do it. Whole um
1: spiel. our podcast uh it's just a uh, so again, my friend Corey and I mm-hmm. were really good friends and as far wife <laughs> I don't like that term that's kind of weird um it's true nah, we don't it doesn't matter, yeah, so we yeah, what's Moving so on funny yeah about us is complete opposites really like i mean when i first met her i thought immediately like oh i'm not gonna like this woman and i'm positive she felt the same about me um i mean she told me that at one point <laughs> so but we just you know after about maybe like the third time we had lunch together and we how, worked
0: together that's how the best friendships are born exactly. i hate you
1: i hate you too it, it really is exactly um our other friend lauren was like oh by the way david she's from louisville she loves bourbon, and I was like, bourbon, 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 <laughs> and, and we just started talking about Louisville, Kentucky, and bourbon, and from there, now, four years later, mm-hmm. five, four years five. later, yeah. you know, that's what it is. So our podcast that we filmed, the, recorded the first episode, uh, we're releasing the first one on Friday in line with the Kentucky Derby that's on Saturday. It's Very called nice. Bonded by Bourbon, which is what we are. And it's just going to be, you know, about our experience with bourbon. We're going to interview different distilleries, friends. uh, The Salto brothers from Sugarfield are going to be on it very soon. Um, Just talk about our experiences with it and help people. It's definitely for people that want to get into bourbon. We want to help guide you into the process. Right. So are you going to spend
0: like certain episodes like talking about a specific bottle that people can maybe drink along with and kind of better educate themselves about bourbon and the drinking process and that?
1: Yeah, it's actually a really great idea. Um, <laughs> so the first episode, we spent just talking about the Kentucky Derby and then talking about how to make a mint julep, and then I actually filmed me making a mint julep. I was going to
2: say, you made your mint juleps with this whiskey mm-hmm. bourbon.
1: Um, you know, it wasn't that With the bad. Woodford? With the Woodford. Mm-hmm.
2: The official uh, it's very... official bourbon of the Derby?
1: Well, Old Forester. Old Forester, yeah. Well, really, it's Woodford Reserves, the official bourbon of the Derby. Old Forester is the official bourbon of the Julep. Okay, I know it's it's all owned by Brown Foreman. so <laughs> they're um,
2: making money either that's way. That's <laughs> right. You, if you buy
1: bottle A
0: or bottle B, it's still going in their pocket.
1: Yeah. yeah, but you know, I have I think if for spending, you know, I think making cocktails, the better quality of your whiskey you're using, the better quality of cocktail you're going to have. Right. So that's why we use the Woodford Double Oak. But
2: it only really matters for the first drink, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, uh.
0: Details, details. <laughs> so, like, are you gonna link up like recipes in the show notes, or maybe a link to your website that has this whole mm-hmm. database of website of oh, no, recipes? Yeah. And then like the videos of you making the cocktail. Yeah. Lucky. We're gonna.
1: The first one's not gonna be quite as elaborate as that, but we're working into you it. You just need an iPhone. Then, yeah. <laughs> It works. And then, you know, we're also, our website, we have a journal that for a while I was writing reviews um, and a whiskey, different bar- barrel picks that came out, but I just didn't have the time to do that. So we have a new editor-in-chief, Mr. Brad Jones. Um, he's assembled a crackpot team of writers, and they're going to, I'm actually incredible. I, I mean, this is the yeah. first time I was like, hey, Brad, this is what I want you to do. I don't care how you do it, post reviews, get people coming to my website or gotcha. our website. And he said, he'll take care of it. And they're working and on it. care of it. <laughs> you know, I'm very, very excited to see what he comes up with. And we'll all one day, the synergy between the YouTube, the podcast and the website combined, it will all. all be
0: unsynced. I love it. So let's, let's go over some tasting notes Yeah, and we'll start with the Woodford
1: Reserve double, double oaked. oaked. So barrel pick from Hocus from Hocus. This is right.
2: still on the shelves. Can uh, people get their no. hands on this?
1: This one is sold out. Now, I know they have a second... Well, you can you can buy the non-barrel pick on the to today. You can still buy some double oaked. Yes, yeah. just mm-hmm. not the barrel pick. Right. Okay. Um, so not this exact barrel. No. But they have another barrel of this coming in this fall, and then we, Bourbon Society, mm-hmm. has a barrel of this. That should be in the last week of September. Okay. So right. for, for people just coming into bourbon, how are we going to
0: go about tasting this? What's the process?
1: So first thing you want to do is just... What's cool about our glasses is we have this very tulip bulb at the bottom that then it kind of comes in where mm-hmm. we have a little tighter at the top right so it that almost looks allows like a uh, the,
0: like a like a vase or something to a yeah. candle mm-hmm.
3: so a that
1: allows the vapors to come in together into okay. this nice little area here and that's what we want to do first is stick our nose in there okay and see what we're breathing
0: <laughs> that may have been you may have just
2: burned your nose <laughs> you can't
1: it, was do that. it was
0: fantastic.
1: you know um you can some people recommend opening your mouth while doing the breathing it kind of helps without making the whole alcohol burn now with this being 90.4 proof there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of alcohol burn to begin with but and smelling it do you pick up anything it's okay if you don't um it's hard. It's something you have to train yourself. I don't. I to don't want to. Do. I don't want to say what I'm picking up and be way wrong. No, no. There's no. There's, there's no nothing wrong, wrong answers. All right. This is the number one thing. I, I kind of want to tirade about this on social media the other day because people have been posting articles. This this is a really terrible article from the Daily Beast about it. Um, there is no way, wrong way to review, to rate, to talk about your bourbon, if you're drinking or anything bourbon,
2: you're drinking for that matter.
1: Like there's there's
0: this whole but we all we have different we have different taste buds
1: nice. we exactly smell note there's like smell this whole movement that like bourbon snobs are like you gotta say this or if you call a bourbon smooth then you're just a stupid idiot and I'm like that's the rudest thing in the world so uh, that's my members that have told me like I've had tons of members have been like and our zooms have come out we're like well i wanted to speak but i wasn't really sure what i was tasting and i was embarrassed right. well, and i want to say that don't be embarrassed well, just and, tell me what you think and, and it's no big deal
0: and that's with with the Sugarfield event i was so hesitant because i'm sitting yeah. between you and jay and Ooh. i'm like that smells like bourbon <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's great and I, I just want to make sure that there's nothing wrong say what you think say what you're thinking it is and mm-hmm. You're not wrong. I mean, what you interpret your buds, your taste buds, your nasal cavity, all that is what you interpret.
0: So so so, like, so I I Carl told me that he gets a little bit of honey off of the note, off mm-hmm. of the nose and I get a little bit of that as well in addition to maybe some some oak, but I'm almost smelling like some white
1: chocolate. See, I, I can see all those things. I'm definitely getting some honey.
2: That's what I that's what I smelled was honey. Like
1: I I would call it like Honey, maybe like some caramel popcorn. Honestly, like or um, like I get this really rich, buttery caramel honey flavor that or I, note. That's what I, I'm I, getting. I, I can. I, can I can see white up. chocolate. I could definitely see that. That's uh, very sweet. Yes. Um I think white. You know, white chocolate is obviously the sweetest of the chocolates. Um,
0: and then that and that's what I that's what I was getting. You know, just putting my nose in it and smelling it. I get a little yep. bit of white chocolate. And then when Carl said the honey, it's funny as you say more things that you smell, mm-hmm. I, you start to yes. smell it as you're going through it. That so is, I picked up on the caramel. I didn't pick up on the popcorn, but I picked up mm-hmm. on the caramel.
1: No matter. That is the number one thing. So we've done 30 sample Zooms now, sample mm-hmm. shares where you know, we drink together on mm-hmm. the Zoom. <laughs> And as soon as one person says what they're either smelling or tasting... Everybody says, yep, smell. People, yep, I see yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because your brain is trying to identify what that senses, and then they pick it up immediately. Ah. So, there
2: are these whole kits um, that are supposed to teach you how to smell. And what they do is they'll send you out a kit of 30, 40 different, you know, um, little packets that have something in it that has a particular scent Mm -hmm. and you just smell them all to teach your nose what things smell like so like for me i don't know what a dry cherry (laughs) smells like but you know those tasting notes can help you too so if you really want to get into it there are ways to dive deep yeah we've
1: we've been talking about doing a few of those together as a society we just haven't had the time yet but it's definitely on our list i gotta
0: gotta pull up the facebook while we while we continue talking because i got some people chiming in about you. you can never be wrong
2: Oh, uh-oh!
0: Whenever let's see, let's, let's see who who said that. I was curious who said that. Um,
2: oh, look, the kid is here.
1: Oh, hey, Austin. Oh yeah, I got a <laughs> lot is of it your bedtime yet,
2: Austin. David?
1: He does go to bed early. He works at Dow. He gets <laughs> up at like four thirty in the morning. Oh um, man.
2: Oh, there's Con. Hey, Con. Con,
0: thank you. I was not. I was waiting for somebody to say that name. I was not about to <laughs> butcher it. So Con said, "You amazing. can never be wrong <laughs> I have nosed a laughing gas.
3: <laughs> she did.
0: That was on our Balvenie tasting. Cons.
2: Con, you may be seeing your dentist too often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. So Okay, so after after we go through the what is called, I guess, the nose yep.
1: of the bourbon, what is the next step? Drink it. You take a sip. <laughs> you kind of keep it in your mouth for a sec. And as, if you can, if it's some of the higher proofs, you're probably going to want to swallow it immediately. But just kind of swirl around your mouth let your tongue get adjusted to it and then slowly if you can let it drip down the back of your throat
0: yeah, you get you get the caramel when you drink it more mm-hmm. and it's almost kind of syrupy as it goes down the back of your throat very mm-hmm. much so
1: yeah very syrupy very maple forward um, and that's what this double oat gives you is this so um, Without getting too technical, the double oak, so it's aged. All right, I just don't want to bore the (laughs) two nerds, um, too nerdy. But, you know, the double oak means that the second barreling, it's been aged for eight years, nine years, in a normal new oak barrel, and then they give it a second barrel that they char it in, but it's more of a toast than a charred. So that second gives an extra brightness of the really rich oak flavors. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of the you know, what you get from oak is your vanilla, your caramel, yep. your maple. Those are some of those standard flavors you get from...
0: I think it's funny you get maple from oak.
1: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's just those flavors. So, when that second barreling of it for that extra pop of flavors, that's why it is so syrupy. Compare this to like the regular Woodford. You're going to get just a ton more oak, and it's going to be a lot more leather, tobacco, those type of things. Right. So- a
2: light, a lighter. Yeah. What would you say?
1: That's why, yeah. So that's why you know. You want to taste it. You see what you're tasting. Um, you know, Caramel. Uh, I definitely got a little bit of oak. Let's see.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you definitely taste the oak. And, mm-hmm. you, and for sure on the nose, you get a lot of oak with it.
1: So I get like a little bit of uh, just like the tiniest amount of leather. But it's so much sweeter than it normally than some of these are.
0: So, so to, to pick up on the leather, did you actually like chewed on a piece <laughs> of leather. Yeah. Like, like, how do you how do you know how to what leather would taste like unless you chewed on it?
1: You know, I was a weird kid. I used to love to chew <laughs> my baseball glove. I don't know. Okay, um, I get that. I get that. Leather's a, a characteristic that I always pick up. Not always, but I pick up and. There's a few brands or distilleries that I pick it up very heavily. Mm. Um, the Russell's, Woodford, and Knob Creek's. Gotcha. Um, leather to me is just like this earthy, rich flavor that it's it's what I equate to leather. It's more what I equate, you know what the smell of leather is. Everyone oh, yeah, you the know smell the smell of leather. Of course. So for me, it's whatever, you know, it's what I imagine that the taste is from that smell.
0: Gotcha. So it's so. Like with some smells, you can almost taste it. Yeah,
1: it's that strong of a smell.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay.
1: Um, but no, this is very, very good. And I got, and then the last thing you want to do is think about the finish. Um, okay. The what finish. Is, what is the? like So the finish is basically as you're swallowing. Is there a different flavor pro, flavor profile? Um, how does it hang on the back of your throat? Um, so you want people want whiskey to have a long finish. Buffalo Trace does not have much of a finish. That's $20. Yeah, it you is don't not. You don't, you, don't, you, don't you, get, you don't get swallow much from it, right? It's you know, gone. I swallowed my last sip a minute ago and I'm still tasting it on the back of my tongue. There's still a tingling on my throat saying, Give me more, give me more. From the Woodford. Yes. So that's what we call the finish. And I'm getting some pepper on the finish. And that's what we want. You want a bourbon. You want it, if it's going to be. We'll call it a full body. That's the term we use in wine. A full body bourbon has a great nose, fantastic taste, and then a long, drawn out finish. The finish is what he wants to bring you in to have that second sip. It's like Coca Cola. You know, like say you get a Coke well, that's from That's what crack, though. <laughs> that, too. Like you go to, you know, you get a Coke from McDonald's, you take that first sip, mm-hmm. you immediately want that second sip because it tastes so good. A long finish makes you want to keep on drinking it. Right. So Buffalo Trace's finish is so much shorter because it's not as complex as the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Right, and you can I mean,
0: you can even look at the difference between the colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of them is more. I mean, the Buffalo is very like caramel. Yeah. Whereas the Woodford is looks very, like maple looks, syrup. Yeah, like mm-hmm. maple syrup, or even looks like like grade like a, a maple like a coke or something.
1: Yeah. So it's
2: very dark. This uh, someone just said. Uh, Bob says the new Woodford commercial says there's 200 Tasty notes in their bottle.
1: I am I'm not going to get all 200. <laughs> I'm going to be, gonna be yeah, honest. I, I've drank, I know a little bit about a little bit, but I can't pull out 200 flavors. Yeah. Leanne may be able to. She's pretty talented. She,
0: I, this I, tastes I, like cloth, maybe some feathers.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, was listen, I listened in for a little bit during that Zoom. I don't I don't um, participate in all of them, but I listened in on that one, and the things she was rattling off that she was tasting and that sort of thing, it was just really impressive. But because she's it's, like yeah, she's
1: trained her palate right. to be able to pick up on all these subtle flavors. You've that, got to
2: do a lot of drinking, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. You have you
1: have you have to drink a lot. and You have to also taste different yes.
0: stuff, t- mm-hmm. different tangible mm-hmm. substances to get that palate expansion, right? So very much so. We we've got the tasting, and I'm I'm very curious to taste the final bottle here moving mm-hmm. forward. What is for somebody just walking through a grocery store or something? How do they know what's going to be a good bottle of bourbon to pick, like? Just stick to the five we mentioned earlier? Stick to or? the five. Okay.
1: I mean, that's what I recommend. Stick well, to the five. Well, that's good
2: for basic, but if you're, like, if you're drinking bourbon what? and you like, go like in. How do you know
1: what the next one is? Like, How can yeah. you tell from how do appearance? You okay. Looking so, at the bottle, what's going to be Say you like bottle? Buffalo Trace. Okay. The next one would be Eagle Rare. So, Buffalo okay. Trace is an eight-year-old bourbon. The next one, Eagle Rare is ten-year-old bourbon. Okay. So, what I would recommend, if you like, so you liked Wild Turkey 101, try Russell's Reserve next. So... All the ones I recommend recommended are the basic standard offerings from the distilleries. They have, um, those are all, but every distillery has steps up. So mm-hmm. we're drinking the Woodford Reserve Double Oat. Right. Start with Woodford Reserve. If you like it, you like the flavor profile, oh, then okay. try the Double Oat. If you like the Buffalo Trace, then try the Eagle Rare. Gotcha.
0: So start um, with the basic bottle mm-hmm. from the distillery and then slowly, gradually work your way yeah. up.
1: If you like the Four Roses Small Batch. Then try the single barrel. Then try a barrel pick from them. Um, The problem is that there's so much whiskey on the market that's not good that I don't want to, like I recommend people when you're starting out, stick to the basics. Stick to to the macro distilleries, Buffalo Trace, Woodford, Russell's, Heaven Hill, Full Roses, because those product lines are almost all consistent. They're almost all good. Mm -hmm.
2: And you can figure out what you like. From there.
1: Yeah. And then you can find, you know, from there, you, there's going to be, we're, we have one blog. There's 10,000, 100,000 blogs, yeah. articles about other things that compare to it. Yeah. That you can say, okay, you like Four Roses, well, then you're going to like this distillery.
0: And now there's a podcast coming out mm. with Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah. it's going to drink some. So let's let's get to the, the final pour. Um, and oh, I like it.
1: I'll go ahead and pour it. You tell us a little bit about the bottle. All right. So this is Tan Lines and Turkey. From uh, Russell's Reserve. It was picked from Oak Point Fresh Market. My brother and my good friend, Clint nada they actually went to New Orleans <laughs> and met with Eddie Russell, the master distiller, and the three of them picked out this barrel together. Um, Eddie was in town. Sorry, my throat scratching. Eddie was in town for the New Orleans Bourbon Fest. Uh, thank you, sir. And the three of them, he gave them samples, and the three of them came up with this as the offering. Um, There was, what, about five different places in town that all picked barrels with Eddie during the time that he was in Louisiana. And this one, we ranked them all. We did a blind sampling, and this one came in second. Which one came in first? The one from Hocus, which I did not bring. (laughs)
3: He
0: brought me second rate second no, rate this
1: is a fantastic. very very good pick. My brother Clint did an amazing job and I am very proud to rep them tonight. So that's what we did. We brought one of our barrel picks, one from hocus our partner and one from Oak point, Oak point our partner. the ones that I think best describe the three of them.
0: fantastic. So we're gonna we're gonna do the, the nose, the body and the finish. Yeah. And in between in between each of those, I got a little question for you. We'll do a little Sounds Little, little three tier question. So the nose, what do we have?
1: So this one you can tell there's so, so much more different. Very different. This one there's actually a lot more alcohol in the nose. So yeah. the Woodford is ninety point four proof, which means it's forty five point two alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. The Russell's is a hundred and ten proof, which means it's ten percent more alcohol. Wow. Yeah. So what are you smelling? I'm smelling your popcorn now. <laughs> I'm
0: smelling your buttery popcorn. Yeah? I nailed it. Got one right. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that means smell? It's my favorite yeah. Favorite part of bourbon is smelling it. Is
1: it smelling portion? I let her, I ask her to smell every single thing I drink. And she almost always does. And we talk about the smells. So <laughs> we talk about
3: the we smells.
1: <laughs> I feel so bad for my wife. Because all I ever do is talk about bourbon. She's like this cold, you know, smart Sophisticated cultural woman. And I'm just like, hey, guess what? There's a new bourbon coming out tomorrow. <laughs> I don't care. There's a new bourbon coming out two days ago. I never for, say that, though. I know you don't, but I just feel guilty because I think you should. By point. <laughs> I haven't told you. If we
2: didn't talk about bourbon, what would we talk about?
1: <laughs> Politics, art, humanities, sciences, anything, anything else?
2: else. Any of the trivial pursuit categories. Yeah. I mean, I
1: haven't even told you, but Saturday, I need you to go to. Hocus pocus to pick up a bottle because I want to be smoking the briskets. <laughs> okay. See, my plan was to do it while we're online, <laughs> so that she couldn't say no. Smart. I don't
2: know. Oh wow! Okay. That's, that's, that's
1: how you do it. That's we'll talk about movie. that later. Smart <laughs> mood. Smart. Mood. <laughs> Oh, I'm in trouble. Worst answer.
0: <laughs> I got a spare bed. Um, okay, so, so yeah,
1: I get a lot of butter popcorn. Yeah. I get I don't, not as much sweetness. It's no. not as sweet. I don't no, get any I honey. Don't. I don't get any chocolate. It's None of that white savory, chocolate or anything. Savory, sure. So definitely butter. The popcorn I get like a lot of oak, and yeah. then I'm um. It's a maybe pepper. It's definitely a spice, th- but I it's not about, a I baking spice. I thought about a spice, spice. like a, no, not a baking it's spice, not like, like a cooking or a, or a smoking it's spice like, or something like that. Yeah. Like it's something that, nutmeg. like, I would. No? I think nutmeg is a little too sweet. Like it's something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's not nutmeg.
1: Like definitely like something like Jay would know from the barbecue. Like if we <laughs> gave this to Jay, he'd be like, oh, it's just like paprika or something like that. It's a,
0: no, no, I, th- I, think you're, I think you're heading down the wrong right path. It's
1: a barbecue spice. Or
0: yeah. something mm. from that regard. I, I, I can agree to that. So, okay, so the Flo- question, so you're, <laughs> you're, you're running Bur- Baton Rouge Bourbon Society as a society, which is a five hundred one yeah. c three for those that may not c seven c seven. Well, we okay. actually are a My c. Bad. We are. We are,
2: We actually also have a, a c three in the works. It's um. So Be a quick, sober foundation. So Sorry. quick,
0: fifteen second Sorry. description between the difference. Go
2: description okay 501 c3 and a 501 c7 so c7 is a social club and a c3 is a non-profit um so we we have our social club aspect of what we do um which allowed for the merchandising and the other things that we needed to do that didn't necessarily go to the the non-profit side the non-profit
1: which will be the louisiana bourbon fest will be run through the non-profit because all charity all proceeds will be going to Alzheimer's Services of the Capital Area, right? Gotcha. Which so, will be twenty twenty
2: one. Yes. Yeah, so we we were we've been planning Louisiana Bourbon Fest for over over a
1: year, and then we... 14 months at this point. Uh, but when is it? COVID, it? sounds very exciting. Well, it yep. was we're set for be... October
2: of this year, but with COVID and everything that's happened, it's... we've postponed it to next fall, but we're still waiting on the LSU football schedule, <laughs> so we haven't picked a particular date. I think yeah. LSU's but, still waiting um, on the LSU football schedule. Definitely... <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be probably mid-October of 2021 yeah. okay. um, at the Renaissance Hotel here in Baton Rouge, and it is going to be so much fun, but like you said, the real Reason why we did it was for charity. We spent a long time researching different organizations in Baton Rouge and who had and did not have an anchor event um, to to raise some serious funds. So we we set on Alzheimer's Services of Baton Rouge, which our
3: members are of the capital, of the capital region. I'm area. sorry, area. yes, capital area man. Yes.
0: And she hasn't been drinking, David. Yes, wow. <laughs> okay, so but w- within that, there is yeah. a certain business aspect of mm. running a non-profit or Mm -hmm. a social club we are Mm -hmm. still
1: yeah that's still a non-profit right right
0: Right. so i mean Mm -hmm. social clubs are not you're not your goal is not to make a profit your goal is right to serve your members Mm -hmm. members. right Mm -hmm. so what are three lessons y'all have gathered amongst the years of running this since 2015
2: yeah well we've been an official social club since june of I'm sorry, May 31st of of, of 2019. So we're new to that, but um, three lessons. Three lessons learned.
3: Just oh, um, to be three. Just some some lessons lessons learned
0: learned. because you're essentially you now you're running a business. Yeah. Or, yeah, or an organization. You're running an organization right. now. It's not just a Facebook page,
2: right? And it's not just yeah. us throwing our money yeah. away. It's and other people's I, money that we're <laughs> investing, right? So in now you've got ways. a separate
0: bank account. Yes. You've mm-hmm. got to file a Form 990, right, yes. David? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Form 990. <laughs> so you've yeah. got more of an aspect mm-hmm. outside
1: of there's a more Facebook responsibility.
2: Page. Right. Absolutely.
1: Um, we'll see lessons. One I or, would
2: say. Well, I know. Yeah, you one, give. One, okay, I was just gonna say the thing that
1: we'll get the we'll
0: get the the taste now.
2: The thing that I, I guess, learned and have been so impressed by is that, like we said earlier, we were doing giveaways just to get people to show up, but people want to show up for their community. Um, I think people are craving connection and that sort of thing, so I would, I, I've just been impressed by the community that, that we've built, um, Mm -hmm. and very much so. Couldn't have done it with so many other people alongside, but.
1: I mean, our first year we raised, I don't want, I hate the brag but it's I'm bragging about the community, not about us. Not about
2: us, but what the, our like people community have done. did. We raised yeah. like
1: twenty six thousand dollars for different charities. That's incredible for a first year. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's um, that's truly incredible. Fifteen to sixteen thousand for the Toys for Tots. Three thousand raffle that we do every for year. The ymca and West Ban Rouge. And then we did over it was eighty five hundred. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't a charity, but this was um our, it was charity. It's, it's charity. Not it's not an official. We mm-hmm. basically, so when COVID started, we had the quarantine. Um, the two bars that we do our most business with are Lost Cove and Hayride Scandal. We get discounts at there as well, being right. a member.
0: And do future events mm-hmm. later on. You know, we will. Mm-hmm. F- wink, wink, oh. nut nudge. <laughs> no, Hayride,
1: the Lost Cove as well. But I'm just so excited because Hayride posted on Twitter or on social media as we get their coming back. <gasps> Finally. Hayride has been out of commission since, since quarantine. right, right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we ended up raising 8500 for the bartenders from those two bars. That's Who incredible. were without so jobs for Yeah. Um, have been still been out yeah. without. Yeah. Fortunately, Lost Cove was able to pivot to a restaurant. They got the temporary restaurant license.
2: And best hidden secret, or I guess um, best kept secret in Baton Rouge is They're Lost Cove's French fries. Phenomenal
1: seriously they're so good our tasting event there at the end of the month it's going to be the best food but <laughs> right um more details to follow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely community community um i would say for me like one of the lessons is just listen um you know i i have a clear-cut vision for what i want for this society but you know just because what i want doesn't mean what's going to happen like i
2: or what other people want to yeah. see and that sort of thing. And that's, you know, keeping in mind that it's not, it while we do treat it like a business and that we are being great fiduciary agents for mm-hmm. what is um, our for response, the money we right. Raise but everything. on the other side of it, it's not our business. It's yeah. it's the social club and we do what everyone wants us to do. So, um, it, like we've if, done if things
1: that I thought were bad ideas that ended up being amazing fantastic ideas, or or right. going to
2: different locations, or providing different services, or um, just listening to what people want, because our membership spans our whole capital area, and mm-hmm. then outside of it we have yeah. some someone from minnesota we have, from minnesota, in uh, we have
1: <laughs> uh, daniels in minnesota we got people all over mississippi right you know, so we-
2: providing not only the discounts and the special things in town but also what other people want to see
0: yeah yeah i love that so what, what what do you get on the body and then we'll move <laughs> into the next question
1: <laughs> all right let's taste again
0: I pick up the pepper. I pick Definitely up the pepper a lot more a now. A lot of taste. pepper.
1: Um, I get tobacco.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Like I feel like I, I could have either just taken a puff from a cigar <laughs> or drinking a glass or taking a sip. Um, a ton of tobacco. I get a lot of oak. I really think there's a heavy oak influence on this. I think it's
0: like a heavy charred oak. not, yeah. not just regular, like a burnt oak mm-hmm. almost. Okay
1: very i think this is fantastic this is like this is the flavor profile there's two profiles i like the floral from the four roses and then this this is like what i call almost i call them cowboy bourbons this is like what i expected to be drinking while well, um, you know, raising cattle, I'm from Texas, so we we talk about, <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, okay, yeah, yeah. so you know, what I imagine, um, it's never been, you know, an,
2: around a cattle before. <laughs> uh, my oh, best my best friend's man. family
1: had cattle ranches growing up, I so did, I know. I did you know. many of them, yeah, all the time, all the time. I'm just picking, okay. she's picking. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so, um, really rich earthiness to it that completely different from the sweet and the syrupy of uh, the Four Roses or the Buffalo Trace. Much more is like sticks in your throat, much yeah. more of that earthy, rich um, tobacco, pepper. Yeah,
0: and I, I, I definitely get that. It's definitely mm-hmm. sharper. Yes, I guess mm-hmm. would be a, a word I would use to describe it. It's, it's a sharper bourbon that kind of hits you more. Yes, than the very, Woodford. It's a punch in the face. Yes, the Woodford will slide down your throat. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is good. This is drinkable. Give me another next sip. Yeah, Buffalo Trace is like, all right, we're just teasing the waters now. Yeah, and you get so to you, this guy, and you're like, all right, now we've got some. <laughs> exactly. that was hands. the whole. You know, it's the yeah. play it's of the, the progression.
1: progression. Right. If you start with the Russells, your <clears throat> nose and your taste buds would have all been blown out. Right. And those other two would have tasted like water to you. Yeah.
2: So it sounds like you should have the Buffalo Trace with dinner. You should have the Woodford Reserve with your cookies. And you should have Russell's with your so- after after with dinner cigar. Yep. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I, I'm in agreement agreement there. <laughs> Can we do that right now? I mean, <laughs> hey, let's, we'll, we'll see. So next question, moving on. Let's hear it. Um, what do you love most about Baton Rouge from Ooh. both of you? Ladies first.
2: Oh, me first! Wow. Okay. What I love we got most about Baton Rouge—we have bourbon to drink. We have
0: to, we've got to get the. <laughs>
2: um, let's see. Um, I think that I love that it is a uh, big small town. I I'm I'm actually from West Baton Rouge, so I've been here since uh, went to LSU and just stayed. Um, and you're from Texas, um, essentially came to LSU and stayed, um, essentially um and i think i just love that like i still get the small town like you you know who's around you 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 um you have the ability to network um where in some larger cities it's just overwhelming and and difficult so um i think i like that the most that people take care of each other and um and that you still have the amenities of a larger city
1: (laughs) for sure that's a good answer
0: I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. I, I completely agree. We're we're a little big town. Yeah,
1: yeah. little big town. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna say the same thing, but I'm gonna word it as the community. <sighs> no, it's a cop out. Man. No, <laughs> is, cop out. it is. it's the community. <laughs> Give me something different. No, it's the community. That's the best thing about the city. So yeah. I moved here right before I turned seventeen. 17. Um, so I've, I'm 32 now. I've lived here basically half my life here i don't claim texas i i say i'm from texas but i don't claim it because like i matured i grew up I, my best friend i met here who was also a transplant i met my wife here i found love here i went to lsu bourbon. for like yeah, bourbon right. here. <laughs> like but Not with, with all that like the community the people around it the people that have been behind me this whole time I mean, you know yeah. we lost my dad in the city we had the community Kept me alive, kept me pushed moving forward. Like there's just, yeah. like growing up in Texas, you think that it's the best state in the world. Like you really do. <laughs> That's just what it's we the think. Best country in the world. <laughs> but here, it's just different. The people here are different. It's that southern niceness too of that. That even though they're nice in Texas, it's like a you know in Texas. They give, they'll give you five bucks. Here, they'll give you twenty and give you the shirt off their back if they have to. It's just different.
3: Yeah
2: and a ride home <laughs>
1: yeah so like and and that's what you. i love it's the yeah. community you know the people that have been there supported us that's what i love i love I that can't yeah. lie.
0: so what 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 do you get as the the note the finish the finish <laughs> i'm sorry the finish what do you get right. the finish and then we'll the conclude with it. the final question
2: oh one more
1: so obviously the finish definitely another throat punch <laughs> Um. Yeah, it like it like really, makes you want to open your mouth. Yeah,
0: when you're like, yeah, you need to, that extra oxygen coming. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. The cigar would tame the finish.
1: <laughs> very. It's the same. I mean, it's honestly, it's the same as the tobacco, the leather, and the pepper. It's all coming on the back of the throat. Yeah. Very long finish. Very enjoyable if you like that flavor profile. I love it. Most people. You know, Like I'm saying, I don't recommend you start with the Russells. You Start with the Buffalo, work your way up. But the Russells, once you start getting accustomed to those profiles, you're going to love this. This is the quintessential Russells reserve.
2: What is the basic of Russells again? Wild turkey. Wild turkey. That's right. That's why it's turkey and tan lines. Tan lines and turkey. Tan lines and turkey. Got it.
1: So final
0: question for both of you is what can I do to help you?
2: Ooh. I like it. That's a good question. Um, I think what... You could do to help us. Let's see. I think um, Louisiana Bourbon Fest. Very much so. Um, and um, we'll need a lot of help with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we, though we have been planning for such a long time, we paused all fundraising efforts and that sort of thing in March mm-hmm. uh, with COVID. So I think once we re- once we have our new date, hopefully, cross your fingers it comes this month. Once we have a new date, just um, helping us with that and um, getting the word out. Yeah, yes. getting the word out about the festival and what we're doing it for, which is for Alzheimer's. Everything else is lanyard. You
1: know, yeah, you know, I mean, I think with you know the LBF the in Bourbon Festival. You know, we wanted to. Our main goal was to bring the community together. That it's it's what it is for everything I do, but that's because it's it truly is. I want to bring community together. I, I don't have a lot of skill sets. Like I'm not the best account in the world. Sorry <laughs> boss. I know that. But what I can do is put a bunch of bourbon out there and get people together and have a good time. Right. We've done this for five years. That's the skill set. I genuinely believe that's what I'm here on this earth to do is connect people together that may not have. You know, I don't know every member of my society. I don't know them all. but And some of them I know well. But it's so cool what I love that I've seen Is the friendships that have formed. So, one guy I know is best friends with another guy now that they didn't know each other before the society. Like, they're building their own community together. And that's what I love. And that's what, Mm -hmm. so, but you know, that's what the whole purpose of the Bourbon Fest is to help the community bring us together. So, helping us get the word out, that's, that's what we need most and foremost. Yeah. Biggest, right? Yeah. Well,
0: for I'll, sure. I'll I'll do what I can within the show and with my own yeah. personal network to get the show to get the event out there yeah. and to get people involved.
1: Is there anything we can do for you though? Yes. Is the real question.
0: Keep bringing me good bourbon. <laughs> I, done.
1: You got to make sure you get keep, an advent calendar keep, this year. Keep expanding. Keep expanding my palette. Events. and yeah.
0: let's keep doing events.
1: I, I would love that.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. I'm looking forward to the next one. Can do you we, want to talk about the next, next one a little? We can. We, all, right, we, all right. We can. We can give a little tease to the next one. Yeah. I guess we can. So the next one, guys, is supposed to be set for September 25th. Yes. At Lost Cove.
1: That is basically our best bar. Um, we do more stuff with the Lost Cove than every other place combined. Tom and the manager Jeff plus the bartenders Sarah and Lou Lou. (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna love that I forgot his name for a second. And
2: you can't forget Mikey.
1: Mikey actually left. I haven't yeah. told you that. Oh, wow. Okay. But, anyways, they, um, we just do a ton <laughs> what? of and work. And some other with them. people at the Lost <laughs> Cove Ricky is the chef, or he's amazing. Yes. Like, right. They're our family. Like, that's why whenever we won, you know, the bartender's raffle was for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we love those and guys. Yeah. And obviously, hair hey Ride, too. But, I mean, I love hair hey Ride to death. I love Lance. I love Remy. Um, right. But hey, uh, Lasco has just been there with us from yeah. day one. We'll just have our to do our very a, first. We'll just event. have to do yeah.
0: another event at Hayride Scandal. We
1: are. Yeah. I can't wait to do another right. event. At now Hayride. that they're opening, yes. So, I'm so, so excited the, for them. The
0: tease is September 25th. Potentially some f- in-person tickets.
1: COVID yep. pending. We will. We'll definitely have tickets. We don't know how many. We have to see what phase we're in. Right. Crossing yeah. um, Cross your how fingers. Much.
2: We move to three. Yeah. <laughs>
1: September
0: 14th. Yeah. Then we can get. Then we can get some pricing going. Yep. Then we can do some some fun working within the event. It'd be similar to Sugarfield, some live interaction with people, some, yeah. but real heavy within person
1: Definitely. And then the key, though, is a bourbon and food pairing. Ooh. This is something we have never done as a society. People have asked Bam. me to do a bourbon dinner for five years, and I'm given a somewhat <laughs> version of that in a few weeks. I'm Give the people partially. what they want. <laughs>
3: Partially. Gotcha. Well, We're going to do
1: it at some point. So we'll, we'll, we'll
0: get the event page established and get it all out there in the public. But th- I want to say thank you all for coming on the show. Thanks for no, having thank us. Thank you for this having was us. Was I'm, fun. This fun. I'm glad to have gotten to know you all over the last few last month or so yeah.
1: it's, yeah. Been, a, it's, been, it's awesome. been a real
0: treat i look forward to where we're where we're going moving forward
2: i like it
1: i'm excited
3: yeah
0: i am so and thank you all for everybody listening on the show <laughs> mm-hmm. whether you're listening or watching i really appreciate it. i know the guests do as well so if you haven't and if you're not a member of the 400 members of the bourbon society of baton rouge be sure and sign up check them out they've got some great barrel picks we had some delicious bourbon tonight and also check out the events upcoming So, I'm Patty G, signing out of the Patty G Show with the Bourbon Society of Baton Rouge. We've got David and Jamie Steele here. Y'all have a good night. Thanks.